giving consumers a financial edge, providing economic tools designed for you to win. With the Empireonomics business guru, Al Mills, and the credit lady gem dropper herself, Monique Macklin. Hello, 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 and welcome to Wake Up and Win with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. My name is Monique Macklin, and I'm known in the industry as the credit lady. Hey, and I'm Al Mills, a.k.a. the prophetic financier, the world's number one socioeconomic mobility mastermind. All right. So (laughs) we have created a space, a safe space that's designed to enlighten, empower and edify people to their next level of economic success. On this platform, we do that by having conversations that require you to examine your current situation and make changes as needed to get you to your next level, your next desired level of thinking better, banking better and leveraging better. Now, on today's show, we will be discussing financial intelligence versus financial literacy. So Al, let's jump right in. What is the difference between the two? All right. We read the master toast today. Uh, yeah, because everybody, all they talk about is we're going to teach you about financial literacy. Financial so. literacy, financial intelligence. Yes, let's get right into it. So mm-hmm. there's a there's a distinct distinction between the two. Uh, let's, let's talk about literacy first. In our last conversation, mm-hmm. we talked about the whole educational system is based on literacy. And if you're the adjective, the person of that, you are educated. You mm-hmm. are literate. And again, to be literate in literacy, mm-hmm. you are educated, instructed, or having knowledge of letters and alphanumeric symbols. That would be the definition of one who is has literacy. And it comes mm-hmm. from, it's from the early 15th century word, which is literus, which is, says literus, which is basically the Greek word for literacy, mm-hmm. which means to be learned, educated, and to know letters. So in our modern day time, when you go to school from grammar school, college, you are becoming literate on alphanumeric symbols. You're taught right? to memorize. So you're meant to memorize and on site. You see Correct. things on site and memorize. And so when we talk about financial literacy now, mm-hmm. that means you have been taught or educated or instructed how to identify financial constructs based on alphanumeric symbols. So here's an example of financial literacy. Okay. Uh, you attain a financial advisor or you're or you're attaining a loan broker okay. let's use the loan broker because i think that's more of an applicational process for most people okay um let's say you're looking to buy a home mm-hmm. and when buying that home your loan broker tells you that they will they can get you an interest rate of four percent mm-hmm. but now you will say okay from financial literacy i have a four percent interest rate Right. But if you don't know how to evaluate the true velocity of that payment, mm-hmm. you would know that you're paying more than four percent. Right. So the there's some cost. the true cost of the of the loan, and that's something that we would call as loan constant. Right. Right. So a person's gonna gloat though in financial literacy, they're gonna gloat about mm-hmm. having 
that said interest rate now again i want to advocate you know for our finance advisors for my fi- my legal team we're not offering financial or tax information we're purely sharing information for educational purposes and in some cases even even for entertainment purposes so i want to always say that you need to trust but verify all the information that we are sharing with you on the, on this particular show. So back to my conversation in reference to the 4%. Mm-hmm. Let's say a person borrowed $100,000, right? Right. And the interest rate was 4%. For those of you following along and you paid for 30 years, you're going to have a payment you're going to have a payment of give or take a certain amount, right? But you're thinking your note rate is 4%. Correct. And then when you realize when you realize your loan constant is greater, the total cost of the loan. How do you determine the loan constant? You take the you take the actual annual payments of a loan, and you then in turn you then in turn divide it by the original loan amount, and that's going to give you the loan constant. Does that make sense? It does. And that's how that's how we would be able to get the true cost of to the get loan. the true cost of the loan. Absolutely. Okay. Now, financial intelligence mm-hmm. would have said you would have known that you would have known what a loan constant is in reference to that. Right. So you won't be surprised to know that I'm paying actually eight percent as opposed to four <laughs> percent on ex- this loan. <laughs> exactly. You would know that immediately in mm-hmm. reference to that. But here's a. I'm a. I like to teach and telling stories. So here's something between financial literacy and financial intelligence. Okay. Um, I had a mentee. Mm-hmm. that was following the principles of restora- restoring their credit profile. Okay. And they were under the literacy that you have to pay your bills on time. Mm-hmm. You don't want any blemishes on your credit report. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be a slave to your to Master Visa or American Express. Okay. And they had reached a point where they had personally guaranteed cards for their business. But the business was not producing revenue and so they didn't have the ability to purchase or to pay the said credit card. Mm-hmm. My recommendation would be, first of all, know that any credit can be repaired, replenished, and rebuilt. So right. it's not a problem. It's but not a why don't sentence. you but, right? But why don't you use a financial tool that the intelli- that those who are in business or who have financial intelligence mm-hmm. would actually utilize, which is filing bankruptcy. Right. Okay. Now, in in that, they became very much disgruntled and said, "No, I'd rather just pay off the credit cards." Now, mm-hmm. the moment that you went delinquent on those credit cards, you they started. no longer they yeah. close the account, but they still want you to make payments. Correct. Exactly. So now, from a literary pers- perspective, you want to still make the payments, but the account is closed. It's closed, so it's no benefit to you. It's no benefit to you credit wise, but yet. The literacy says that you need to continue paying mm-hmm. that said account until you pay off the balance. The conditioning. Yes. Whereas with the literacy, bankruptcy is a financial tool used by the financially intelligent exactly. to discharge negative debt, mm-hmm. relieving them from a personal liability or obligation. Mm-hmm. But and because then- of the, and because of the conditioning, though, they felt as though that was injurious of their personal credit and they became disgruntled when they couldn't do it. 
and, well, whereas, and their re- the stigma, the rep, the stigma, yeah, and their the reputation, stigma and the reputation. Oh, I'm going to have a, be- a blemish on my credit report for X amount of years. Yeah, when we was trying to share the fact that all those things can be suppressed and removed, exactly. and you can be back in the credit game within six months or right. less, or less. Uh huh. Right. So there's another example of intelligence. So the money that you would have been paying down on a closed out credit card. You mm-hmm. can then establish new credit through secured credit cards, opening accounts with mm. the same money yeah. that you would have used to pay down a closed account. Because once you pay it down or pay it off, you can't use course, it again. You can't. You still can't use it. So right. It's and so counterproductive. Absolutely. And so that was the example. Mm-hmm. But that person, you know, felt as though that was ill advised and felt maybe they were injured. Or mm-hmm. they weren't being honorable, and mm-hmm. then they're now subjugated to being a debt slave. Correct. Now we're not advocating that honoring your debts, but we're saying that if it comes a situation like in this particular person's situation, right. the the business was not producing revenue, right. and so where was the company supposed to find the, the money. money to pay those credit cards? Exactly. So now, in that instance, you're now tapping into your family's money. To pay back to pay a debt that you can't utilize. Correct. But so now the cards are closed. They begin to charge off, and now it reports on your credit report because a business credit card reports only in a negative or default situation. Now your personal cards are subject to being terminated, reduced, reduced in limits and the like. And this mm-hmm. is when financial mm-hmm. hardships start to hit home when yeah. you have one cure all for that. That is true. Knowing this, you can just humble yourself, use the financial tool and know that it's not the walk of shame yeah. and that this is a tool that's been used by the elite from the beginning of the financial oh. times. Yeah. I mean, even our former president. I was just thinking, I said he's what he's filed bankruptcy quite a, like seven times or something. And he's still a billionaire and there's no walk yeah. of shame. Exactly. The true walk of shame is making yourself, turning yourself into servitude to to pay something that's not benefiting your higher purpose and energy. Again, it comes back to holistic holistic accounting (laughs) once again, right? Yeah, you got to make yourself whole first. Make yourself whole. But then again, these are some of the injustices that are happening for those who are just literate. And over over time, that party will realize the intelligence that was being shared with them mm-hmm. was sound. But in the initial part, you're all in your feelings, you're yeah. all in your social conditioning, yeah. and you're all in your financial literacy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think a lot of it has to deal with the whole the shame of it all. But what are you ashamed of? Why do people have to know <laughs> your business? Outside of your household, no one really needs to know. Exactly. exactly. Um, That's another thing. That's another question. Your credit report and your taxes is a private situation. Once again, the the, the former president proved that you didn't have to procure your taxes for no one. That's true. That is so true. Again, that's operating in financial intelligence where you have, again, now what is the definition of financial intelligence versus literacy? Mm -hmm. Intelligence is using the highest faculty of your mind to comprehend Mm -hmm. a general truth. And the operative word is general truth. Correct. You have to know the the truth of a thing. And the mm-hmm. Bible says that in all thy getting, mm-hmm. get an overstanding or an understanding, overstanding. So right. that means you need to comprehend the general truth of a thing before you get involved with it. This is true. 
so that true. so that is where if you are close to someone i'm always come back to the law of money and distance mm-hmm. if you are connected to someone who's close to wealth aka financial intelligence mm-hmm. you you would have access to this information to make an informed decision so you will be informed informed to be informed right financial literacy financial intelligence mhm mhm so so with, so with literacy we're just operating based on what we see or what we've been told educa- told exactly mm-hmm. And exactly. intelligence is now using your higher, um, your higher faculties to amass, of your mind. Exactly. Of your mind, to amass more. Exactly. To okay. amass more. Mm-hmm. And that's, and, but to comprehend a general truth. Yes. Yes. So you have to first be seeking truth. Mm-hmm. So with literacy, then, they're keeping us, it's keeping us bound. <laughs> yes. Keeping us bound. It's keeping us bound. So with all these people, the gurus, out here telling us you know they're going to teach us about financial literacy they're never going to really teach us the 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 real truth that is correct they're never going to teach us how to go beyond what um you know to that next level they're Mm -hmm. just going to give us enough to i guess pacify us and to say oh okay well i made a thousand dollars here where that you know you invested a thousand and maybe made 500 or a thousand but you probably could have invested Five thousand and made fifty thousand. It just, you know, that's, it just—it's really correct. on what, on what the level of of knowledge that's being fed to you. Correct. So back to that example we gave of the hundred thousand dollars at four percent interest 4%, rate uh-huh. for thirty years. You think that your note rate—you were taught that the note rate is mm-hmm. what you're paying back. Correct. No exactly. one ever taught you how to use comprehend the general truth that there's something called the loan constant which right. is the true cost of capital but in this example uh-huh. the note rate is 4% but you're actually paying it back at 5.73% okay that's the true rate Godly. so when a person gets like a when their credit isn't so great and they go to get a vehicle and they get a 19.9 <laughs> let's do that let's, let's see what that looks like oh. nine, let's just say 19.99% uh-huh. And you're gonna pay it back over five years. That's what most car loans are five years. Let's say thirty-five thousand. Let's say thirty-five. A thirty-five thousand dollar loan. Yeah. Ooh, they're they're, they're in trouble. Let's see, thirty-five thousand. Wow, you're looking at four, you're looking at a nine hundred and twenty-seven dollar a month monthly payment. Yeah. But your loan, but your loan constant is thirty-one point eight percent. What? So your payment. Your velocity and how you pay back this information is 31.8%. It's round up 32%. At $900 okay? a month. That's correct. So now your note rate, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get this car regardless. It's 19.99%. I'm going to pay it up in five years. <laughs> but your actual rate or velocity of paying it back is 31.8%, 32%. That is like, that is the epitome of legal loan sharking. Right? And let's imagine, of that $927.09 payment, $583 goes to interest. <gasps> Only $344 is paid toward principal. Towards your principal. So in three years, I decide I don't want this vehicle anymore. I want to go trade it in. Ooh, three going... years later? Oh, wow. Three years later. That's 36 months in. Uh-huh. You still have a balance of $18,000. Rolled into the next loan. Right. <laughs> rolled on in. Rolled on into the next loan. And if you haven't repaired your 
credit problem. You you're going to do it again. You're going to do it again and or be denied because your debt to income is going to look real crazy. But it's, oh God, that's horrible. 31. So there's financial, there's financial intelligence at its best. You yeah. need to understand what is the true cost of, of money of money Yeah. before you make a decision. They told you on the front end what it was an interest rate, yeah. but the true cost of it is different. That's called Dutch interest, by the way. Okay, wow. Dutch I, I've always told my clients when it came to, because, you know, some people will get into credit repair and they'll say, well, a month later or two, they'll be like, well, I got to get a car. <laughs> And of course, credit repair isn't complete at that time. And I understand that people have to have a vehicle. So, of course, they're going to wind up in this kind of a situation. But they mm-hmm. need a vehicle. So there's nothing that they can do because they have to get to work, right? So That's it's, correct. It's, it's the way the system is set up, boy. It just really just keeps people so bound. <laughs> and it's like nothing that you can do, especially if you don't have emergency money saved or anything. You can just go get something for cash and hold out for a while. That, that can put people 31%. Yeah, that's the true cost. That's the true cost of money. And from what you've taught me, no one should be purchasing depreciating assets under their name. That is correct. Right? Anything that's depreciating, you lease. Anything that stays the same or appreciates, you purchase. Okay. So let's look at that. If it's a vehicle, mm-hmm. um, you would lease a Mercedes. Correct. But you'd purchase a Rolls Royce. Gotcha. Will because appreciate. a Rolls Royce will appreciate over time as it becomes more vintage. Uh-huh. Mercedes, a, a, a mass-produced Mercedes will not appreciate; it depreciate because it's mass-produced. Right. Whereas Rolls Royce are not mass-produced; they're custom purchases. And also, you're purchasing, and you should be purchasing not in your name. Absolutely not. Or leasing. Correct. Absolutely not. Okay. You should never do anything in your natural person's name. Okay. Never, ever. See, that's a bit of financial intelligence people don't know. <laughs> exactly. Once again, <laughs> we're showing the difference between literacy. Literacy is you want to buy a car, you take a loan, and you're only concerned about your down payment and your monthly payment, but you're not considering the true cost of the purchase. Yeah. And I always tell people that, too. I said a, a sales rep in a car dealership knows if you have good credit or not when you walk in the door because you're more concerned about what your monthly payment is going to be, not your interest rate. That is correct. So. And so one of the tips I like to, for everyone to take away from today is when buying, again, when buying a car, never put money down. Buy it with no money down. Just pay the taxes and the tags. Uh-huh. And that money that you would have paid down in the form of a down payment, make that per- make that payment as your first payment towards your credit. Because towards your re- monthly payment. Towards your monthly payment, which okay. will reflect. So here's an example. Back to that $35,000 loan. Uh-huh. You were going to put down 10%, 3500 Take that 3500 and make your first your first payment that shows the creditors that on that loan for 35 you just put down 3500 and that shows your principal balance dropped by a certain amount that's going to help your credit so score. how does that work because when you're at the dealership they say well we can't do this deal unless you put down 5000 or something like that they say that to you but no one's going to let you walk out of there even if your credit is jacked up even the credit jacked up interesting the car is a collateral. Don't forget that. Well, that's true. They can always come back and get it. The car is a so collateral. when you're having that conversation, you should be saying, 
instead of me making this uh, down payment, let me just use this money as my as my first payment towards this loan. Towards the loan. Because here's the reality. Most uh-huh. of the time, the down payment that you're making uh-huh. doesn't even go towards the purchase price of the car. You just purchase the warranty. Oh. They normally throw in that warranty and say the lender needs you to have an extended warranty. Extended you warranty. Just paid, you just paid $3,500 for the warranty. Oh, well, they make so you seem like so the lender still... won't extend you the credit, right. the loan, unless you make that down payment. Let like me you ask have... you this question. Mm-hmm. Have you, in buying a car, have the, has the loan officer or loan manager and the auto dealership ever turned his screen around and showed you the offers that are being made by the lenders that he shopped your credit around for? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Did you ever get a truth in lending statement prior to purchasing? No. To that effect? No. No. Okay, I'm just I'm just pointing out yeah. things to look for. Okay, no, that makes sense. But no, no one has ever done that. That's now, in this, in this same example, I have shown someone before. We walked into a dealership, uh huh, and purchased a car with no money down. Factual. Okay. In the well, company, well, well, I know when you have good credit, most of the time you can do that. I always felt when someone's credit wasn't that great, they were obligated to put some skin in the game. In the in the corporate name. Oh, under the walked corporation into name. Accurate, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walked into an Acura dealership. Yeah, yeah. Purchased the Acura MDX with yeah. no money down. Yeah, yeah. Fully have... loaded. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not reporting on the personal credit report. Yeah, exactly. I have clients that have done that. So, yeah. It's a, it's a much better process. <laughs> I can tell you that. Uh, it's a much, much better process when you're using... And the individual is utilizing the, the vehicle... For business. Yep. But it's not personally liable. Makes a whole lot more and the sense. Lease. And then and then with the properly structured lease, mm-hmm. you convert convert the lease into a purchase if that's something you want to do at the end of the lease. Right. And get all the credit for the payments being made. And sense. I believe for, and I believe to this day they're still operating that vehicle. Nice financial intelligence. Yeah, exactly. But most of us, because I'm like a every three year kind of buying a new car kind of person, so leasing makes sense. Makes sense because I don't. After about two or three years, I'm kind of over it. The car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Point well taken. <laughs> so and a lot of people are like that too. But it seems like you know you're forever in a debt. You know what I mean? It just seems like you never get rid of that debt. So that's why I always thought, so when you said it's smarter to do um, mm-hmm. the lease as opposed to the purchasing, I'm just like, it's like you're never getting rid of that debt. And there are certain companies and certain dealerships that you could go to that honor and are favoring uh, lease leases uh-huh. in the corporate name. So we can definitively talk about that in maybe a future show, okay. how, to, how to purchase a car using your entity as opposed to your personal name. Okay. That's something that we can think about. But I will say this. I will caution you. Okay. This this journey of financial intelligence does require some intestinal fortitude. So mm. if you don't have a belly for negotiations oh, okay. and going and weathering storms, it may not be for you. But then again, it's so much better than you functioning in literacy and mm-hmm. being a debt slave. Correct. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, so in the takeaway... When it comes to, well, 
again, how does one get to financial? How does one become more financially intelligent? I'm gonna always say, surround. find a find a mentor. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with those who have or possess financial intelligence. Now, here's something you have to know, mm-hmm. understand. In the beginning, you're operating from in, from literacy versus intelligence, and it may not make sense to you. You may think that the person is giving you ill advice, but not until you can comprehend the general truth will you be set free from that that condition. I mean, just the example of learning what a loan constant is should awaken mm-hmm. a whole lot of people. To, to or the bankruptcy example. Or oh, the bankruptcy why, example. If the credit cards yeah. go into default, why would you continue paying on cards that you can't reuse the, the funds? That's why they call it a revolving credit account. Yeah. If it's no longer revolving, it's obsolete to you. Exactly. Take that good money and put it into something new than behind something bad. That's that just is, intelligent. That is true. That is but true. But again, when you get emotional and attachment. you become <laughs> attachment to that that fictitious three-digit score, yeah. you let that dictate your functionality. Right. People people look at the their credit score, because I have clients say, I look at my score every day. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. But they get so fixated and um, infatuated with just keeping that score above those, you know, 700s. Yes. yes. Because yes. They, uh, they, that's all they, you know, especially when they're coming from the fours and the fives. They're really, <laughs> they're really, you know, honed in on that credit score. And Ooh, I, I got a 700. I got yeah, a and they yeah, like saying it. Yeah. I, yeah. Last time I looked at my score, it was 762. That's wonderful. <laughs> that's wonderful. Was it fundable? Do you have a fundable that, that's score? That's it. That's it. You have mm-hmm. to start learning how to do other things with that credit score because um, even when connecting with you, it's the first time I heard that when credit was created, it was created with the intent of people um, of it being an asset and not a liability. That is correct. So, and most of us, of course, are using credit as a liability. As opposed of, to leveraging. As opposed to leveraging it for our own, uh, to make ourselves whole. Absolutely. <laughs> we gotta stay, we have to stay in our holistic accounting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I, I know one time we had a conversation on the whole literacy thing and, um, it was deep <laughs> on what literacy actually really is. But in a way, it seems like the world is just really trying to keep us all dumbed down for their benefit. Well, like Nelson Rockefeller said, the world has enough thinkers. We just need workers. And so the whole institution of education and financial institution are only training up condition- educated it, slaves. Correct. Literacy slaves. Literacy slaves. Yep. It's a hard. It's a hard reality, but it's a fact. And that's the reason why it's it's so mind-boggling as to why what only one, two percent of the population is actually wealthy, right? That's um, correct. And and that's kind of an odd. That's a that's a, a very big number. The difference is such a huge number, and it but it makes it seem. I guess the way the news and everything makes it seem is like. The billionaires, the wealthy, are just greedy and they're hoarding and they're, um, but they've learned the principles, the principles, the the general truths on how this works. On how this works, exactly. Where the rest of us are just, you know, trying to figure out how to get from one check to the next with our degrees. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, it's it's um it's it's you have to start thinking better. Thinking better. What is it? 
Yeah, thank you, man. Bank, bank better, bank better, better leverage, leverage better. better. That's it. All <laughs> that day is, long. That is day. the key. That is the key. So, um, so in closing, what would you want to say? You just want people to, to find someone that is operating on that same frequency of financial intelligence. Um, they could always, you could always reach out to us for a meeting. You can always DM us on the wake up on at wake up and win show on Instagram. And we'll be more than happy to, you know, have a conversation with you on, on, on how to get you to that level, see where you're at currently and how to guide you to that next level of building wealth. Um, even starting where you're at, learning how to turn your income into assets. That's correct. Income into assets and, and really uncover, you know, one of the things that will happen on that discovery call is we will help you unlock your past to understand your current situation mm-hmm. so that you can uncover your future, which will help you really create that lifestyle compliant empire that you so richly desire. Correct. So, yeah, this has been a, um, I love talking about this whole, this topic. So this has been really enlightening. Um, even just learning about 31% on a 19% interest rate. Yeah, <laughs> that was shocking when people like, what? And there's and so again, many people that get, you know, especially now it's tax season, right? Mm-hmm. So people, they, they need a car. They're going to go and put $5,000 down on a, uh, what year are we in? 22, they're going to go get a 2017 vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're going to put five, they're, you know, they got back 10, they're going to put $5,000 on a car and go buy a big screen TV with the rest. And, <laughs> you know, nothing is going to come out of it for the year. <laughs> That's and, right. You know, so we what, right now we want people to just start, you know, understanding how money actually works. We've been fed a lot of false information and we are right. just here to, for people to start, you know, to learn mm-hmm. how to make themselves whole again. That's Make all. yourself whole. Become holistic in nature. Yes. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If you really want to transform your life, get with us so that we can assist you in taking the next step. Yeah. There's one thing of gathering information, but until you apply it in real life That's application, true. you're never going to become knowledgeable. That is so true. Don't, so do not deceive yourself and believe that coming to wake up and win show that getting this information you're getting knowledge no knowledge only happens when you apply it when you apply it and if you don't know how to apply it guess what you're never going to be made whole so you're you're, you're still going to be operating literacy that's right so reach out to us yeah let us let us create a plan a pathway and a process to help you get there all right well al as always this has been a wonderful conversation and um I'm looking for our next looking forward to our next conversation. We'll be talking about short sale no-nos because you know things are going to start to shift real soon. So going to be a lot of short sales coming on the market. Absolutely. So we want to um for those who are in the real estate who own real estate, we want to, you know, take you down that path on what the no-nos are when it comes to your short sale. Awesome. It's great. Thank okay. you. Thank you. I'll talk to you real soon. Okay, take care. You too. Thank you for listening to Wake Up and Win with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. We hope you've been enlightened by today's message. Please subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends on your social media platforms. If you have any questions or comments, follow us on Instagram at Wake Up and Win Show.